there, there's no better time for our MBA colleagues to, to join tech in Southeast Asia. I think this is the golden period. So, so we are at the stage where we are experiencing hyper growth. There's significant growth in the market. So not just um, Shopee itself, I think the entire market is growing significantly. I am Conrad Chua and this is Changing Careers, a podcast about the changing nature of MBA careers and how MBAs can change their careers. This is the last of my interviews on my recent trip to Southeast Asia. In episode 10, I talked to Omri Morgenstern, Chief Product Officer of Agoda.com, one of the region's largest online travel agencies. I then spoke with Cesar Indra, VP of Traveloka, another large online travel agency headquartered in Jakarta. You can listen to that in episode 13. Today, I'm speaking to a company that, like Agoda.com and Traveloka, is riding the wave of technology in Southeast Asia. Shopee is one of the largest e-commerce platforms in Southeast Asia and is part of the C Group that also includes Garena, a mobile games company. I spoke with TY, the head of regional ops and head of the people team in Shopee at the headquarters in Singapore. So Shopee is uh, an easy simple to use e-commerce platform currently in Southeast Asia and Taiwan. So we provide an easy platform for sellers to list their products where buyers are able to then purchase. So what happens is buyers would pay to Shopee and we ask the sellers to then ship out the products to the buyers. And once the buyer received the product, we'll then ship out, we'll then send out the money uh, to the sellers and, and then pay him. Um, so in, in this way, by doing so, we provide the trust in the system. Buyers get the trust in buying from the sellers and, and sellers know that they will get paid when they ship out the products. And of course, we also integrate several logistics features into our, into our Shopee app. So sellers are able to schedule a pickup service from the local logistics uh, partner. They can schedule on a particular day for the logistics to come and pick up from him. Um, and we track all the status between seller shipping off and buyer receiving the item so as to ensure we remain uh, full visibility of the entire shipping process. By a seller, is that uh, an individual or a company or a whole range of things? Yes. So, so in, in, in Shopee, we started with uh, what we call a C2C marketplace model. C2C, cons- consumer to consumer. Consumer to consumer, exactly. Um, so we taught ourselves as uh, an, an easy place to sell. You can list and sell a product in 30 seconds. So if you have any products, you are able to take a photo, list it on, on Shopee, and then there you go. In 30 minutes, in 30 seconds, you are able to, to reach out to a wide base of buyers, potential buyers. But we grew quickly to include now um, bigger sellers, sellers with sizable operations, sellers who may have 10, 15 uh, people in their own customer service teams. Um, and, and now, I think in the, in the last one year, we have expanded this value proposition to, to have our own Shopee mall. So in Shopee mall, we are now reaching to a different segment of buyers who want a bit more premium products, trusted products. Um, so we reach out to big brands, uh, official brands like Unilever, PNG, um, and have them on board and they, are, they, they list their products on Shopee. Uh, and, and, and they sell. So what makes Shopee so special in the e-commerce industry? We went mobile first in a time where most e-commerce still happens on desktop. 
uh, and, and majority of our orders are, are driven through, through the mobile app. Um, and, and it's really easy to use. It's really easy to use. People spend actually a lot more time on their mobile than desktop. Um, they take advantage of their fringe time uh, on the train, in between work, uh, to flip through our products. Um, and, and we make it easy for them to search and place an order in, in a few minutes. So that, that is really, uh, I think, what propelled us, uh, what propelled the growth uh, in Shopee. I mean, the um, obviously mobile e-commerce is uh, it's very convenient. You know, you said you can shop anywhere you like on a train, etc. But there, do you think there are any differences in uh, the way people shop on mobile compared to desktop? I think the biggest difference between mobile and desktop shopping is on the desktop, on, on each screen, you, you, you see maybe 20, 30 products. However, on, on mobile, each screen gives you four products. So the real estate on mobile is a lot more precious compared to the real estate on desktop. The, the challenge for us is how do we recommend the best and most relevant product that we feel is suitable for, for the buyer, present it to him, and within, say, 5, 10 scrolls of the screen, he's able to find what he likes. So that, that's the biggest challenge for us. Um, how can we tune our, our recommendation engine, our search engine to make sure uh, we optimize the conversion uh, between him searching for products, him viewing certain products, and him placing an order. What is the difference, um, do you feel, uh, in terms of e-commerce in Southeast Asia compared to uh, the West, the US or U- Europe? Yeah, so I think e-commerce in, in Southeast Asia is, uh, is, is still at the very nascent stage. We are still at a very early stage of our growth compared to US, China, where the market is a lot more, is a lot more consolidated, a lot more advanced and sophisticated. Um, in Southeast Asia, I think we have to first be aware that Southeast Asia is a, a, a difficult market because it's uh, not homogeneous. It, it's, it comprises of six, seven different economies with varying levels of development. So the local infrastructure is different. The payment system, the banking system, payment system uh, is not at equal level in, in Southeast Asia. So you have the more advanced ones, um, say for like for example Singapore, um, where credit card adoption is, is high compared to Vietnam, Indonesia, where credit card adoption is, is very, very low. Um, and in those markets, we have to figure out how do we get users to pay into our system. So payments is one, logistics adoption is the other. So logistics infrastructure is also at different stages in different markets. Um, compared to Taiwan, Taiwan is a lot more advanced compared to the other countries in Southeast Asia. Uh, in the Philippines, it's also a, a tricky market. It's uh, less developed in terms of its e-commerce logistics infrastructure. So what's the most exciting kind of opportunity then for e-commerce platforms like Shopee? So, so we are at a stage where we are experiencing hyper growth. There's significant growth in the market. So not just um, Shopee itself. I think the entire market is growing significantly. Uh, year on year, we're seeing double-digit uh, growth in, in the market. Users are becoming more aware of e-commerce. Um, sellers are becoming uh, more savvy, more sophisticated in how they sell. They are bringing in a lot more assortment, uh, more competitive prices in, in the market. They're becoming more aware of how they can attract uh, more buyers. Um, so on, on a user front, I think there's, uh, there's advancement in their awareness, advancement in 
the level of sophistication. And at the infrastructure level as well, the payment system, the logistic systems I mentioned, um, all these are undergoing changes as well. So we see different logistics models um, appearing in, in different markets. D- different models such as, so previously we would see um, a typical traditional pick up from door and deliver to door logistics model. Increasingly, what we are seeing is new ways of serving the market. So we have the convenience store model where sellers can drop off their products at any convenience store and the buyers will pick up uh, their, their parcel from any convenience store. Um, so these are new logistics models that are opening up in, in Southeast Asia. Uh, exciting times. And, 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 Shopee's, and Shopee and, and our competitors are all um, embracing this these changes, these new logistics models, partnering with them, ensuring that we continuously de- deliver um, the best possible experience for our users. Do you think like um, uh, a company like Shopee, which has grown from the region, stands an advantage in a way because you understand the, uh, the region, the customer behavior, a lot more than say a global company trying to enter? Yeah, I think for Shopee, we pride ourselves as being hyper-local. I think there was some that was a deliberate choice, a deliberate decision that we made to be very local in, in all the markets they were in because we realized um, be, being local is is extremely important in understanding users' behavior. Um, and, and being local is not just about customizing the language in our app. It, it, it's a lot more than that. It's about customizing the payment system to make sure the payment system is what the users are used to customizing the, the logistics features, customizing um, the, all the features in, in, in the system to be suitable to the, uh, to, to the local context, um, and, and also customizing our campaigns, customizing our marketing campaigns. So we try our best to cater to those needs, um, be very local, be very close to them, um, hire and especially hire talent who are able to understand the local context very well, um, to serve their needs. MBAs typically think about going to consulting, etc. So uh, if, some, if an MBA comes to you and asks, should they join a technology company in Southeast Asia? What would you say to them? There, there's no better time for our MBA colleagues to, to join tech in Southeast Asia. I think this is the golden period. You see a lot of consolidation, uh, significant transformation in, in the market, both not just in, in e-commerce, but also in the transport sector, in, in fintech, in AI, I think many subsectors, many tech subsectors in Southeast Asia is undergoing growth right now. And, and with growth, I think comes with a lot of opportunities for talent to be able to make a difference. And th- this is a time where you know, we, we would really encourage MBS to, to join the tech scene in Southeast Asia. It's, uh, it's fast growing. It's a time when companies are growing as well. And as companies grow, I, I see the need to be able to strengthen the, the mid-management bench. Um, and, and that is a good sweet spot, I think, for, for MBA hires, where they're able to bring with them a lot of experience from other industries, their managerial capabilities, their people management skills, their problem-solving skills, ability to adapt, um, and, and those skills are extremely valuable um, in, in the tech scene right now to run complex projects, to handle 
teams and to operate in, in challenging environment. I think those are skill sets which we appreciate, which we value very much uh, from our MBA hires. What do you, how would you describe the culture here in Shopee? Well, culture in, in Shopee um, has, has a few aspects. I think three aspects uh, that I, I would like to share. I think the first is um, in, in Shopee, we are extremely fast-paced. So one of our value is uh, we run. So we, we are now, say, two and a half year old in the market. We started in 20, mid-2015. We took two and a half years to, to catch up with most of our big competitors. It's only possible because everyone in the team, everyone in all the markets, in our, all our country teams, uh, are running very fast. They think quickly. They work extremely hard uh, in, in making this possible. As part of this fast-paced environment, we try to make it easier for, for our new joiners. So, so on this, we have put in place um, a comprehensive learning environment. So L&D is a, a, an important prong in our uh, organization strategy. So L&D is learning and development. Learn, learning and development, exactly. So training, learning and development is extremely important for us. And we started this um, close to two years ago. So from very early on, we have made it a point to focus on L&D. So L&D has a few components. L&D, we look at leadership training, we look at general skills training, and also functional training. So leadership training, for, for example, we have a regional leadership training in Singapore every month. So we'll fly in our meet managers from Jakarta to Taiwan, Shenzhen, Shanghai. We fly them all into Singapore for a three-day training um, and followed by half a day of team building because I believe... Beyond the training itself, it's important for this group, the meet managers from different countries, to realize that they can count on each other when they need help. So they should network, they should bond, they should have fun with each other. And on general skills, I would like to touch on that as well. So on general skills, for our fresh graduates, um, we made them go through a boot camp um, when, they, when they first joined. So in, in June, July, where we will onboard a, a high number of fresh graduates, we would have a one week of SQL and Python training to upskill their data skills. So for us, Excel is a yesterday tool. We hardly use Excel for data analysis uh, today. Um, everything is done through, through coding, through programming, because um, our data volume is simply uh, too large. Uh, and, and the last part about our culture is, I think everyone here is made to feel ownership and responsibility. I think everyone is responsible for certain features, certain part of their work. They, we hold them responsible to whatever happens, whether they get all the due credit when things go well. And, and, and as well as when things don't go well, I think we all owe it to ourselves to, to remedy the situation, to come up with a plan B, an action plan, um, when things don't go well. And things never go well. Things happen all the time. We have bugs in our deployment because um, we're moving so fast. Things will happen for sure. And it's how we react to these situations that define us. Do we start finger pointing and, and having the blame game? Uh, no. So that's something that we try to avoid. I think what we do is we would like people in Shopee to take ownership of their own work, their own actions. When they see something wrong, they take the initiative to correct those things um, and, and, and improve it and not to repeat these uh, mistakes in future. So you worked previously in consulting. 
how would you describe the differences in the work environment, the working culture from consulting to working in a fast-growing tech company uh, in Southeast Asia? I think what's similar is the intensity of work, the amount of problem solving that we have to do. Uh, however, the, the, the difference is in consulting, we propose our recommendations, we put our nice slides forward, um, and, and we would rely on our client to, to implement those, those recommendations. However, in Shopee, uh, we would be the ones who implement, we are the ones who execute. Um, so the ability to execute well and having the feedback loop of you know, taking um, the results and further refining the execution, I think that is a part which we don't experience so much in consulting. Um, and, and it's extremely important in, in Shopee. I think that is where a lot of us find fulfilling as well, that we're able to execute on what we recommend. We see results almost instantly. Um, we see results on social media, through our user base, through our order volume. Um, it, it reacts to what we do. It reacts and, and, and we know in our heart that whatever we do affects millions of people. So I think that, that keeps us on our toes that keep us responsible for whatever recommendation that we put forward, that each feature would affect so many people. It affects how they purchase, affects how they sell, um, and, and this is eventually their livelihood. And, and, and we feel responsible for, for... What are some of the qualities that you think are pivotal to making one pers- a person very good at that executional aspect, you know, making sure that things run? I think the first is being able to work in ambiguity, being able to work in ambiguous situations where there is little information available, there is probably no precedent in the, in the market. How, how do we make that judgment? And, and I think that's the, that's the first step that we often have to base our decisions on whatever data that we have, make a judgment, try, and if it fails, we would need a, a quick plan B to replace that. Um, fail fast and learn and to respond quickly to improve uh, on whatever plan we have. So I think the ability to be able to adapt to the environment, adapt to user's behaviour, change the plan quickly, respond, um, I think is something that we all start with a little capability and then grow over time. That was an interview in Singapore with TY of Shopee. All the people I spoke to in Southeast Asia talked about being there at the right time when mobile adoption was taking off and riding that wave. But it was not just a case of a rising tide lifting all boats because each company had to crack an ecosystem problem, whether that be payments or logistics. I like what Caesar said, that there are problems that we take for granted in the West, but solving them can make a huge difference for millions in Southeast Asia. One question that I had, though, was how will companies that have cracked these problems in a very local context, how will they expand beyond their markets given how diverse Southeast Asia is? And I think that's where the MBAs who have that local knowledge can enter in a sweet spot, as TY says. It's a golden age for MBAs with that local knowledge. I was very grateful to TY and Shopee for giving me this opportunity to share this conversation with you. I'll be traveling to Asia again this year and hope to share more conversations with the companies that have a chance to make those global headlines. If you like the show, remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating to help others discover this show. Till next time, this is Conrad Chua, 
on changing careers. 